Hey, everybody. All right. Welcome to the SOS Small Business Success Podcast. We are coming live to you from my Facebook page. So if you're joining me there, I'm going to poke around on my phone at some point and see if you guys have anything to say, because today is uh, International Women's Day. And um, I am I'm personally proud to be a woman. I'm personally proud on everything I've accomplished. I've got a beautiful guest with me here today that um, you may have met before because I've had her as a guest on my, my shows in the past, um, but she's also uh, somebody that has been a friend in the industry for a long time as well. And we have weaved in and out of each other's life for a while. So I'm gonna do a, a more formal introduction of Gloria Coppola here shortly. But because I just kind of launched season three of my podcast, I wanted to kind of give you guys a little movement as to where we're going in this season of the podcast and everything. So I say this is about building your brand so that you can survive. And we know how hard it has been for small business to be surviving over the last couple of years. But most importantly is designing ways to be able to develop you to thrive because without you, your business is not going to be successful. And we know that. We know that to be true. I'm your, your host today, Bonnie Bonadeo. And you guys, I say that I'm a speaker, coach, author, and podcaster. And sure, I've got all these credentials on there. Like I'm going to be sharing Gloria's fabulous credentials soon. But the truth is, here's what I really do. I help you connect with you so that you can confidently connect with others. And that comes in various ways based on various skill sets and, and things that I've learned over the years, whether that be in the beauty industry, the wellness industry, or any other industry, because this podcast is really about, you know, creating that capsule of what do small businesses need to do to be successful. So I have uh, titled this particular episode today of Women Standing Strong Together, which for those of you that know, that is actually the title of the book that um, I am a co-author of that I just launched and Gloria here was the publisher um, to help us get this book launched. And I, I share a very insightful story of, um, you know, two of my favorite people that passed away in the same day. And I hope that at this point, you guys have purchased the book. And if you purchased the book, love to have you do a review on Amazon. Uh, let me know what you think. There's, there's 13 other inspirational stories from other women in there as well. So welcome to season three. So it's all about guests. We're going to focus on mindset today. And we're also going to talk a little bit about branding because being International Women's Day, um, I think women struggle with defining their very own brand. Um, and Gloria, I know you have something to say about this. So let me get through this one part here. And then I want to hear what you think about that. So you guys know that the, 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 the anchors that I talk about on this framework that I always share is I always share something from these categories, sales, operation, mindset, marketing, and education. But today I've turned it around a little bit to say, all right, these are the anchors for women. So here's my message for women. Do not be afraid to sell yourself. You know, you got to make that connection, which I know you know how to do because we're very good at caretaking and connection. We're also understand compassion like no other. 
And don't be afraid to put your credentials out there because, you know, I see women all the time. They know how to make a connection and they're very compassionate or passionate towards what they're talking about or doing or selling, but they fail to sometimes mention the credentials that can create that edge for them to be able to capture what they're trying to accomplish, whether it's increasing sales, growing their business, promoting a particular product or something, all right? A second thing is I want you to operate and lead your life with love, all right? Because there's so much hate going on in the world right now and we're so divided and there's so much controversy in every topic and subject you can possibly imagine. I want you to think about operating and leading your life with love first. And that kind of ties back into that compassion piece in there. But think about it from a place of love and then I think it'll guide you better to, in making the right decisions. Uh, number three, trust yourself, but don't always believe your self-talk, okay? Trust yourself. And Gloria, my friend, is one of the most intuitive people that I know. It's fascinating. I am, uh, I'm mesmerized by her level of intuitiveness and how she can speak so freely about it and trust it um, wholeheartedly. And it's something that I am uh, evolving and continuing to learn, of course, by surrounding my, myself with people like Gloria, but also doing the internal work that I need to do in order to trust myself more over time and not believing that self-talk that we have, because it can be one of the most damaging things that um, can take us down really fast. And number four, brag on your brand. It's okay to brag about yourself. And there's ways to do it if you understand what your core purpose is, what you're, what you're aiming for, or how you're trying to help people, that you can brag on your brand all day long because you need to market how you're helping others. And this podcast today is, you know, we want to be able to say these are things that we can help women to be more confident, to be more purposeful, to have more passion towards what they're trying to accomplish. And then number five, never stop learning. And I'm going to say this with grace, okay, because it's, I'm not, I'm definitely a fighter by instinct, but I'm going to say this with grace, fight for our place in society. We have to, we, we now more than ever have to fight for our place in society here. So happy, happy International Women's Day, you guys, and, and shout out to all the other women out there that, that every day that they're, you know, loving, caring, and trying to feel complete in this ever-changing world. Um, and with that, I would like to introduce my guest today more formally, and that is Miss Gloria Coppola. And she's she's a best-selling author, award-winning author, a publisher. She's released her fifth collaborative book um, since God guided her several years ago. And she listens to her intuition like nobody I know. And she's assisted over 50 women to become authors themselves, including me, twice. Um, and, you know, Gloria... It's, it, it goes back to the, to the very beginning when we connected and you've always been somebody that sees the opportunity to be able to help educate people, heal them, and your product can switch up a little bit. So one of the things I admire most about you is how many times I've seen you reinvent yourself over the years that I've known you, um, you know, uh, from a massage therapist to, you know, teaching techniques that are that in the health and wellness field are, are, are mind-breaking, you know, and, and health-driven um, to becoming an author yourself to then creating a publishing company and everything in between that you've done. So welcome and thanks for being here. 
Thank you. Thank you. I'm laughing because you talk about change and, and, and being, you know, uh, going through this metamorphosis and you look at my picture that you just posted up. I'm always changing. And I think that's really been the key to being successful, not getting bored, not giving up is just be open to change. It's so true. And, and it was funny because when I was on the phone with you um, on a, on a, session with you a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, I want to say that her hair is red. So I was trying to like source a picture, see if there was a more recent picture of, of, you know, your, your hair color. And you look beautiful both ways, by the way. I'm like, I like that. I love the gray, but of course I love the warmth that you add to your hair as well. So ever changing. And you know what? we can be who we want to be um, at any given time and we shouldn't have any fear around it. So you know, I, I'm stepping into this podcast, um, not feeling like I have to be overly prepared of where this conversation is going, but I can tell you that, you know, now more than ever, you know, that this category, this, this, you know, this species called women, um, we deserve an enormous amount of credit for everything that we're doing. Um, and we're so busy sometimes taking care of other people that we don't really stop to take care of ourselves. And when you asked me to participate in this, this collaborative book, this last time, this second version of women standing strong together, um, I knew it was far too soon for me to say yes. And I said, yes, anyway. And I can tell you that since we started the process, so I, my story is about losing my mother and my, and my dog in September of last year. I wrote the story in October, November, Gloria helped me because I got stuck in a couple areas because it was far too new and raw and painful to kind of make the connections and the transitions that I needed to make. So I, I, I asked her for some help. She helped me kind of complete my story a little bit more. And you guys, one of the harder things I struggle with in, in kind of storytelling is kind of coming to that end conclusion because Sometimes we don't think that we deserve to have a happy ending. Um, and certainly in the loss of, you know, in the grieving process that I've been going through, I didn't see a happy ending at all with losing my mother and my dog in the same day. Um, but I knew that I need to needed to have some type of completion in that story. And of course, Gloria helped me out with that. But I can tell you, Gloria, that when I first was reading my story, I bawled like a baby. I cried, you know, big crocodile tears. Um, then I just welled up and then I kind of dropped a few tears. And then I read it with like, you know, a, kind of breathless. And then I read it where I was just like, almost had a smile on my face. And now I can read my story today, you know, six, seven months later here. And I'm proud that I put this out here. I'm proud that I was able to acknowledge my mother and my puppy dog in such a way and that it's it's forever it's forever in this book mm -hmm. um, for people to to experience and for and it was the most amazing healing process for me to be able to do that well and you should be proud and while you're speaking i just got an email you want to know what the email says i want to hear it we are pleased to announce that you have received a Book Excellence Award as a winner in female empowerment and a second one in anthology books. So we are a winner in the Book Excellence Awards. Isn't that perfect oh, for today? I love it. So, so, we're, so we're not just like, you know, best of 
We're we a- are a winner. I love it. We love it. we have gone number one. So isn't that apropos in female empowerment too for today, like a sign, a blessing. And this is part of what you and I were talking about, you know, paying attention to these signs, listening to your intuition, knowing things get divinely guided and aligned. And I am so grateful you put your story in there because people need to hear it. I knew that you needed to heal. So it was an honor to work with you as a friend and a colleague. But now to hear you say, I can sit back and actually smile, your legacy is out there. Your words are out there for your mom and your dog and, and all the people that need to hear that. Because, you know, you see all the time people are grieving and you brought something really powerful to the world with your story as long as with the other 13 women. <laughs> and and the, stories are, the stories are all amazing in there. And, you know, I... We don't think that we're going to get through sometimes tragedies that happen in our lives. And, and we, we, of course, figure out ways to be able to, you know, get through it. Some of us in more easeful than others in that case. Um, and I, I really, you know, I, 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 tr- I trusted that this was the right thing to do, even though it felt so, so sore and painful and raw and fresh in the process of it, but I, I know for a fact that it helped me heal, um, you know, as I'm sure all these other stories in this book did as well, this uh, award-winning book we have here today. Um, and I, you know, I want to say to other women that, you know, writing a book may not be what you're thinking that you want to do, or becoming an author may not be on your bucket list, but having a voice is and should be a priority for you to be able to express yourself, to find those ways to be able to continually grow and evolve and uh, be that resource for other women. And I, I would love to think that we, I could say, oh, I love when I see all these women supporting women, but you know, the truth is I don't see it enough. Exactly. And I have to look at myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sometimes I have to look at myself, but I don't you know what what is supporting women like let's talk about that what does that mean because sometimes people are like oh well we got together we did something, or we congratulate you on an award or something, but supporting women is really locking arms and going the distance and you and I like you mentioned earlier, we've been around for, together for what over 20 years easily, you know. We have supported each other in all different avenues and we've morphed into different parts of our business and our personal lives. We have been there for each other. And when, even when you reached out to me about, you know, your mom and your dog passing, I was there more for you as a friend than as a, a writing coach or a publisher. That's what I was there for. I was locking arms with you there, feeling you knowing too that I've lost a lot of people in my life. But that's what support is about. It's showing up all the time, not when it's convenient, not when it only benefits you to promote a business or something. You know, one of the things I think I learned, especially, you know, with with the book, okay, is that we had a lot of brand new writers in there and they poured their heart and souls out. But did they know how to put their story out there? Did they know how to put their businesses because you all get a business page? Mm -hmm. Did they know how to do that? Did they know how to support each other? Yes and no. Yeah. Yes and no. And, And we watched that happening. And the thing is, I've seen even people that, you know, become part of the team to help you like promote your story. How many people really follow through on that? How many people go on their social media network and say, yes, I committed to this for you and I'm proud of you and I'm going to tell my network now, you know, the numbers, unfortunately, Bonnie, are stifling low 
And it's almost sad to see that, you know, you reach out to colleagues and friends or family and say, I'm doing this. Would you help promote my story, my book? And they don't. They don't even get the reviews up on Amazon, which are so important, not just for you. They're important for the people out there hungry for stories like yours. And yet we have to keep texting them. Can you please post the review? So what does supporting each other really mean? Well, it's it's been one of the harder you know, questions for me to answer, certainly, especially based on what you just said, because, you know, I wrote this story and I published a book and we are now have these oculates, you know, attached to us here. And my two sisters that also went through this with me, grieved together in the loss of our mother and, and, you know, and the identity of our, our, our not having parents anymore, like all of those things. They don't even know that I did this book. Yeah. And that often happens. You know, it's sad. I remember, Bonnie, years ago. Oh, my gosh. I'm always way ahead of my time in life. I opened a holistic center in New Jersey, and no one even knew what the word holistic meant. And, (laughs) you know, it grew exponentially. But my father and my sisters, my brothers had already passed, never stepped foot in my holistic center, never really paid attention to what I was doing. And I was always learning, like you talked about that, always learning, always educating, always taking trainings. And about eight years ago, one of my sisters telling me about essential oils because she got involved in one of those companies. And I'm laughing because here I am a real certified aromatherapist with two years training. She's not listening to me. You're not listening to me. And so I just surrender and give her her place to shine and say, okay, cool. And sometimes I'll order so something. Cool. Cool. I love that. Yeah. But, but yeah. it's, it's really interesting that sometimes the people closest to you, they don't recognize you. They don't support you. They don't cheer you on. And I really hope and pray that anybody listening to this, you know, if you know somebody out there, you know, friend, family, colleague, Make a point today to go and congratulate them on something they accomplished, because even Bonnie's story was not easy for her to put out there. And one of the things that I remember saying to you, Bonnie, I've known you in so many different you know, um, ways, but for this way to be vulnerable and soft when you're a powerful, dynamic business coach and all, I was like, wow, people need to see that soft side in us too. Which, right? Of course, I teach empathy and vulnerability right. and how to be able to create stories for speaking. And it's still one of the harder things for me to do personally. So, you know, but it but it doesn't stop me from still teaching these pieces and parts. Exactly. It's a struggle for me. So I know it's a struggle for other women. Absolutely. And that's what kind of keeps me going and keeps me motivated, you know, to say, I'm going to put myself out there because this sucks for me. I got to imagine it sucks for a few of you as well. Do do you find that like, you know, in our life, in our careers and stuff, we've had to get stronger and, and almost put on certain shields and stuff, not to be so emotional that we almost forgot to be soft. And I think that has been a detriment. I know, I know I've seen it in times of my life where, you know, when I go and write in one of my books or something like the, the new fictional book, for example, I never wrote fiction in my life. Right. And I go do a fictional book and people are getting a hold. Is this really your life? And yeah, nine, not 90, about 70% of it was, I was vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it was scary because somebody did tell me. So this is for those of you out there that don't have support. Somebody close to me that I knew for years, a professional, told me not to publish it. It was horrible. 
And I was devastated. Bonnie, I cried for three days. Like, what do I do? I put all this time, money, investment, energy. So if that's you, where you have that one person, that one naysayer that negates everything that you put your heart and soul in, don't listen to them. No, no, and don't let them penetrate that self-talk in your head either. Exactly. That voice in your head that says, see, I'm not good enough. See, you're not. And then the perfectionist thing came up. And I realized all the years that I've done all kinds of therapy and coaching, you know, get rid of that perfectionist mode, just go for it. Trust yourself. It came up. It was buried so deep. And I went, oh God, it's still there. It's still there. And and as a result, I did hit that publish button, right? You know, for too many goodbyes. And, and Bonnie, I learned a great lesson. I learned that there were high school students in Italy that wanted to hear me speak when I went there. And they learned about bullying and, and parental, you know, things that were happening in the book where you're fighting with your parents or not listening to them. They learned about this and they were asking the character, me, you know, well, what did you do about this? And I didn't even realize that part of that audience was the younger adults because that's not who I was writing to, Interesting. you know? And then I would have other people say, oh my God, your chapter in Egypt, did that really happen in your life? Well, yes. They're like, why don't you write a book about Egypt? So all these other things came out of that. And then some people love the Paris romance. <laughs> And they're like, oh my God, did that really happen? I'm like, look, first part did in Paris, the second half not in Paris. And like, well, where did it happen? I said, I pulled it from my relationship with my my husband who died, who was romantic and sensual. And what it did for those women is like, they're like, wow, this does exist. And it makes you start to reevaluate your life, where you want to go, what you want to do, who you want to be with. And was it easy for me to tell all that? No, now I have to tell you a funny story. My sisters have the book. They open it up first couple to, well, how come we're not in it? <laughs> See, that's what I'm, that's what I'm afraid my sisters would say about this. Like I did not incorporate them into this story at all. And I, I, and it was one of the areas that I struggled with, with you with, cause it was like, I don't know how to bring them into it because, you know, we're, it, it it's a, it's a very tumultuous relationship with all of us right now. We're all healing differently. We're all grieving differently. Yeah. We all have a different sense of how it's supposed to work for us and, and the responsibilities that we were left with of, of closing out my mom's estate. And then it was just like, wait, I don't have to have a minute. I don't have to have a minute. I don't have to incorporate them in this. Um, and, uh, and I'm still, there's still a lot of healing in that relationship with my two sisters right now. That's not done. Well, and that's, that's just like anything in life, whether it's personal, whether it's professional, there's always things that we're healing. I know for me, Bonnie, even professionally, you know, I, I had to reevaluate things that I'm doing. Okay. What do I really want in my life? Who are the colleagues I want in my life? And I got to tell you, it is hard, especially as empaths, you know, women are, we are, we got this empathic way. Well, I, I, I don't want to cut that person out, but sometimes you have to, in order to progress and move forward. And so if you really, you know, listen to this guidance, you know, they say, you know, women's intuition, you all have it. You just got to use it and not be afraid to let it direct you. And what I find, Bonnie, people are so cautious. And then they'll say to me in divine timing, divine timing is exactly when that message is there for you, when that sign comes in. And that's part of my book, actually, all about that. It's like, it's not when you divinely time it. It's when it shows up. So like you said, I wasn't going to write. I wasn't going to do the book. But divine timing said, Bonnie, tell your story. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I got enormous 
confirmation in other ways, more intuitive, definitely more intuitive. So I was very, I was like, oh, look at me, look at me being all intuitive and, and, and accepting this directive in a sense of like, you're doing the right thing, move forward, keep going, you know? Um, yeah, it was, it was very much a beautiful thing. Hey, I want to, I just want to acknowledge some people that are joining us here. So oh, my dear friend Kendra uh, from Costa Rica. Uh, hi, Kendra. I miss you, girl. And Drew Noreen. Um, Drew, I'm glad you're listening to this. Just because we're talking about women today does not matter. All of these things of being empathic and confident apply. Uh, Doug, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you guys being here. Um, yeah, it's all good. So Gloria, I, um, I had one of the most amazing things happen the other day. And it was kind of like, you know, struggling with closing out the estate with my mother, um, you know, the house for sale, like, you know, just, it's a lot of work doing that. And it's, and it's emotional work when you're doing it too, especially when you're still grieving and healing with everything. But I just started having this conversation. I fixed myself some lunch and I went downstairs and I just started having this conversation out loud with my mother. And next thing you know, this like female cardinal shows up, sits on the perch right on, right outside my window and sat there facing me for almost 22 minutes while I continued to just talk out loud to my mother. And there was a point where I'm like, you're going to fly away any second, but you're still here listening to me. You're still here listening to me. And then all of a sudden it was like when I felt I had wrapped everything up and talked about everything I could with my mother, like I would normally do if she was still here. And I said, mom, thank you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being present for me right now. Thank you for letting me have this voice and everything. And the bird kind of like nodded its head and flew off. And yeah. I'm like, okay, that was really strange. And I know some people can look at that and go, okay, it's just a bird showing up on a perch. But I'm sorry, how many times does a bird show up on a ledge and sit there for 22 minutes while you're like communicating with it? <laughs> Bonnie, you know, I hear it all the time. People will tell me a cardinal or a butterfly when yeah, they're communicating. Yeah. So it's not unusual. And even people that don't believe in it, they they get it. They feel that that is a connection. It is a sign. And, you know, once we cross out of this physical body, it doesn't mean we don't exist on another plane. We do. And so we utilize whether it's birds or butterflies or sometimes even moving something in your house. And you're like, mm -hmm. how did that happen? They will get a message to you. They will let you know that they're safe, that they love you. And they'll continue to guide you if you're open to that. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, and I felt very guided all the way along by both my mother and my father in closing out the estate and, and making the, the, the hard decisions that I had to, even if it was, um, you know, being opposed by my sisters and everything. Like I, I just really had to trust um, that I was being guided and then trust that I had done my due diligence as well. So it was kind of like there was a logical piece to it. I did my research. I did my due diligence. I understand what's going on here, but there was the intuitive side to it that no matter how logical any of it was, like I shut that off and I just said, does this feel right? Am I, am I okay to move forward? You know, does it feel right to move forward? Do I feel as though I'm being guided, you know, by, by, you know, the, the souls of my parents in this moment and everything. And all, all of that was so easy for me to say, yes, yes, move forward, move forward, do this, do that. So, 
you know, that was a, a beautiful thing. And I've learned a lot from Gloria, you guys, in regards to um, intuition and, and learning some intuitive skills and listening to yourself. And, and every now and then, like, there'll even be times that we haven't talked for a couple of months. And then next thing you know, she'll, she'll pop in and she'll be like, okay, so I was guided by this, you know, and I'm going to go do it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I want those kind of guides. Where are they at? You know, come well, on now, down. Now you tuned into them. See that? You yeah. tuned into them. And, you know, and it's really interesting that sometimes for us, it happens after we lose somebody dear to us. Then we begin to open up to that spirit world. And you'll utilize it, Bonnie, in everything. You know, one of the things is, you know, you've been, you've been in my life for decades. I utilize it in my business and all. And sometimes, you know, for years, for years and years and years, I used to have families say, can't you just settle down? Why do we have to settle for anything in life? You know, it's like if I want to, you know, move in this direction because it feels right, you know, and, and the thing that I find hardest, Bonnie, we we're so conditioned to function from our linear brain, from our mind constantly by everything everyone has taught us that when we flip that switch off and we listen to a deeper soul level and find that purpose, we will be doing that more without any doubt. And every once in a while, like you said earlier, that voice will come in because there's always that one person or the voice in your head that pulls you back and fear comes up. But if you really listen to that purpose, you'll always be guided. You know, you talked about branding in the beginning and the importance of branding. And I, I thought, say, oh, my God, what am I going to say? What is she going to, you know? And then I realized I was guided to a new name for my business before the publishing business mm-hmm. called Powerful Potential and purpose. Okay. And I sat here listening, you know, to you and everything. And I thought I've become very powerful. Mm -hmm. I know there's always potential and I am living my purpose no matter where I get guided. So my branding with my ceiling product is that you're putting out and my product I'm putting out exactly everything. So whether I'm switching gears to be a health coach one day and then doing sole purpose coaching or helping people write their stories, it always has those three components. And a P, the letter P is a very powerful, it's connected numerically to a very powerful frequency. And I didn't know that in the beginning. I love that. Yeah, it's it's so true that there's um, so much more to be guided by and guided with. And, and I, you know, one of the things that I did, I, I say that, you know, when I'm at my weakest or lowest point and let's say grieving or frustrated or like, you know, coming off of the pandemic where, you know, more than 50% of my business was going out and doing speaking engagements and, and training organizations. Um, and, you know, uh, also working with event-based companies in consulting all of that just washed away overnight with the pandemic. And I did have to reinvent myself. Um, And I I really spent some time being still for a little bit and not trying to push myself because I kept pushing myself into that same mode of what I was doing, that very linear uh, process, you know, that, that strategic coaching, which is what I'm really good at. Um, But it's also, it's also, it also has its limits of being able to then get closer and connected to the people of why they're struggling with certain aspects of business. And it's usually personal. It's not their business. It's their personal directives that are affecting their business. So I ended up getting, um, you know, certified in 
NLP coaching and and uh, timeline therapy and hip and hypnotherapy um, this past year. I made a big investment to be able to do that, and I'm loving it because not only is it helping me to be more uh, connected to me, but it certainly is adding so much more value to my coaching opportunities with my existing clients, and then of course the new clients that are coming forth now to be able to do that. So I know that, you know, most importantly for me on, on women's day here, I know that, that women, um, you know, supporting each other is, is critical, but I also know that, that the gifts that women have that we can do to, you know, offer to be able to support each other, whether it's just love, caring, and compassion, or whether it's being able to be an author in a book or to be able to, you know, get coached on ways to be able to have the life that you love. Um, I know that's important. And that's kind of what I want my message to be for today. What would you like your message to be for today? Oh, gosh, what would I like my message to be today? You know, we talk about women empowerment. And if you break that up, empowerment, you could change it to I am. Mm hmm. I am empowered. You are empowered. The power never left you. You came in the world with it, you know, and you just have to tap into it. It's always there for you. So whether you're standing strong alone, which sometimes happens in life, or you're fortunate enough to have, you know, friendships like Bonnie and I have, it doesn't mean you're alone. Bonnie proved it. She told you how her guides, her spirits, her parents came in. Just remember that. The power is within you. And it, I know that sounds cliche, but it really is. Yeah, it's it's so true. The power is within. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I kind of relaunched my life coaching um, program, kind of tagging back onto the, the very successful radio show that I had for six years um, called Beauty Inside and Out. And I and I just said, you know what, I, I want Beauty Inside and Out to be my breakthrough coaching program that is helping people from that perspective, less strategic in a business standpoint, more personal, more intuitive. And that, that felt good. That felt really good to me to be able to say that makes sense to me. And of course, it's like, you got to be you in beauty. You got to be you to have that beautiful life, to have that, that spirit show up and shine. And, and this was, this was one of my favorite quotes. And for many years, I'm telling you probably 30, 40 years, this has been one of my favorite quotes. I, I've altered it a little bit because I've never figured out who the author was to it. But it says the most important thing in life is to be able to, at any moment, let go of the person you think you are for whom you could become. And I think we get stuck sometimes in thinking that, oh, I can't do that, or oh, that would be nice, or maybe one day type of thing. But I, I know that in this reinvention that I've watched you go through and that you've watched me go through, that it's because we let go of that person that we thought we were to be able to become the person that we are today. And that'll change tomorrow and a year from now. And I look forward to a year from now where we're, we're capturing each other again, Gloria, and being like, what are we doing now? I just found out my book won the winning award too. Too Yay! many goodbyes. Yes. Congratulations. It's, it's, it's perfect timing. 
on International Women's Day. And so, you know, we opened it as winners and we're closing it with winners. And I love this quote. The most important thing in life is to be able to at any moment, let go of the person you think you are and who you can become. I got to tell you, Bonnie, and all those listening, I probably do that so frequently. People never know who I am because like you opened this up, my hair changes colors, my hairstyle changes colors, my, what I'm doing in life changes. And it's fun. I don't get bored and I love it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, listen, you guys, we're here to support you as women. We're here to support you as men. I mean, just it's, it's women's day. Yes. But you know what we've, we've served and offered just as many of these opportunities up for the men in, in uh, our circles as well. Um, but uh, certainly here, I want to give you Gloria's information here. So, you know, you guys, you can purchase the book on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Of course, you can go to my website if you want to buy it directly from me. I appreciate that too. Um, but if you're ready to become an author or write your own book, or you need help with that story design of thinking, I can really do this. Reach out to Gloria Coppola. Um, so she's got her, her powerful potential purpose publishing company. And Gloria, this is right, right? Gloria, GloriaCoppola.com, or you can yep. go to her PPP dash publishing.com and check it out. And yeah, it's easier email because honestly, I've been so busy. I haven't even updated the publishing site. So I'd love to help people develop their stories more than anything. I have got a, a vision and an eye for the perspective, in, you know, 360. So that's fun. But thank you so much, Bonnie. It's always a pleasure to hang out with you. And congratulations on becoming a book excellence winner. <laughs> No, that's very exciting. And congratulations to all of our other co-authors as well. I'm thinking about you in this moment too. So Gloria, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for being a part of the SOS Small Business Success. Um, ladies, have a great day. And again, continue to uh, you know prosper yourselves and do all the things that we suggested today all month long. And we'll continue to celebrate all month long and all year long on some of the amazing uh, things that women do and are a part of. Kendra, thanks for being with us today. Miss you, girl. All right, Gloria, thank you so much. Love you. Bye-bye.